Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to The SIP, a student-run podcast here at St. Mary's University covering all the campus tea. We're your hosts, Demi Bestor and Megan Angelo. Here with us today, we have Dr. Margaret Cantu-Sanchez, an alumna and professor in the English Literature and Language Department here at St. Mary's. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So what, um, what years did you attend St. Mary's? Oh my gosh. Um, so I graduated with my bachelor's in English in 2006, and then I graduated with my master's also in English in 2007. And it's a, a weird year um, spacing because I did the dual, um, oh. the dual um, program, so I got my BA and MA kind of mushed together. Wow, that's really great that that was something offered to students then as well. Um, did you ever change your majors or were you always set on English? So I was a really weird student and I knew what I wanted to do um, from the get-go and I, most students change so no, I, I stayed with English and thought about other things, adding other things, but nope, I stayed with English the whole time. <laughs> That's great to hear. Did you ever have a class that was just something you were kind of dreading going to, or did you ever, ever have an essay or thesis mm -hmm. that was difficult? Um, I would have to say uh, one of my uh, upper level philosophy classes was a, a pretty, pretty intense um, class, and I was very concerned. I almost dropped it. Um, I was really concerned that I wasn't gonna make it. Um, I managed to swing a B. Um, after talking to the professor, but it was kind of intense and uh, we started out with a full class in the beginning and I think it dwindled down to like maybe 10 students by like the midpoint. So oh, yeah, wow. a little intimidating. I see. Um, so what was student life like for you when you attended? Uh, it's, uh, it was very different um, from now, I think. Uh, I was a commuter for one, so very mm -hmm. different experience. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have kind of all of the activities and opportunities that commuters now have um, mm -hmm. back then. And of course, we weren't in the middle of all of this other stuff that you're having to deal with, you know, the pandemic, um, right. things like that. But um, a lot of the things were similar. I mean, we had, you know, the Rattler and we had study abroad programs that we could participate in. And I would say that the um, professors, right, are still, um, many of them are still here, um, and they're still very much dedicated um, in encouraging professors who, you know, continue to um, encourage, right, and, and I definitely had that when I was a student here. Well, that's fantastic. Have you noticed any campus changes over the years? Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like the students nowadays are a little more involved, um, whereas, you know, I mean, we we were involved when I was in school here, but I think students are a little more aware of the issues going on. Um, things like, you know, the, the civic engagement um, office and all of these new offices, the diversity um, office, those are some really big changes. Um, that I think are good changes that we've we've um, started to implement in the last few years. So I'm glad that I, that those are coming about. 
I totally agree. And I know we have the new Mexican-American Studies Program, and I see that you have uh, actually helped organize the symposium for that. Would you mind telling us a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So we're super excited um, about this. So actually, um, there had previously been a Latin American Studies, Latino Studies Program, and it kind of went away. And then we've had a huge group of um, professors in all different disciplines bring back. Um, and now it's Mexican-American studies. Um, and so this you can get a certificate or you can get a minor. Um, and so we're kind of just trying to get that started and going. And so hopefully we'll get some student interest there. Um, and alongside that, I have um, created something called a Mexican-American Studies Symposium. And what that's trying to do is trying to encourage um, our students here, our faculty, our community, to kind of learn more about um, Mexican-American um, culture and traditions and, and studies. And we just had, um, in the springtime, we just had our second one. Um, it was all virtual, of course, mm -hmm. but we had some, a great turnout and we had some fabulous presentations um, from all different disciplines, you know, but focusing on Latinx, um, uh, Chicanx, um, you know, research. So. That's really amazing to hear. I think that is so necessary because St. Mary's being a Hispanic serving institution, I think that's such an important factor into mm -hmm. what makes our university so unique and St. Mary's. So I, I think that's a really great program and we're really, we're really glad to see that thriving and evolving. Yeah. Um, so what's it like returning to your alma mater as a professor? Do you do you have a different perspective on the school, or do you view do you view St. Mary's? Yeah, um, same. So I've been here about six years now, and when I first started, it was a little um, it was intimidating and it was, it was it was weird, right? Because now the professors who were my professors are my colleagues um, and in fact uh, up until recently I'm still referring to people you know by their formal doctor so-and-so mm -hmm. and they keep kind of telling me okay you can call me by my first name um, <laughs> kind of thing um, so yeah I, I mean it, it has it has been a big um, shift it's I think it's taken me up until now to finally kind of realize okay I'm part of the department now and and you know I'm kind of on the same level Right. Um, and I have professors who I actually took who are, you know, now my colleagues. So it's a, it takes a little bit of adjusting. <laughs> I bet. Um, what courses do you teach at St. Mary's? Sure. Um, so right now I'm teaching a multi-ethnic literature course. And so that's kind of like a sophomore, junior level course. Um, I also teach uh, freshman composition, and then um, I'm also teaching an online course, which is a new one, um, and it's um, literature and the immigrant experience. Oh, wow. um, so that's, my schedule kind of changes every semester, so those are a few things I'm teaching. Um, in the spring, I'm going to teach a graduate class on women of color and memoir as resistance. Mm. So um, I usually am focusing on, you know, multi-ethnic or, you know, Latinx, Chicanx type literature um, so those types of things very cool and I, I know that involves a lot of history and so that, that makes you a very um, well-rounded professor to be able to teach those different topics definitely I mean um, I'm always telling my students with um, with English it's really an interdisciplinary um, subject so anytime I'm teaching um, about literature I have to you know contextualize so I have to talk about history um, usually I have to talk about you know um, kind of cultural 
um, connections and backgrounds, and I always try to connect not only to history but to current events um, as well. Wow, that's very cool. I think um, I did have another question about your um, your professional career prior to returning to St. Mary's. Was research a big part of that, or what was your your focus? Um, definitely, yeah. So. So um, I, I did a little bit of research. I also taught um, high school for just like, you know, maybe a year, um, a little bit more. Um, but yeah, you know, I was um, focusing again on looking at um, things like how the education system impacts uh, Latinx, Chicanx students um, in particular, how kind of assimilationist um, strategies um, kind of need to be eradicated in favor of more decolonial pedagogies, and so I still kind of try to bring that into a lot of um, what I talk about and deal with. Mm-hmm. Wow. What, what um, made you make the decision to teach at St. Mary's? Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I, I feel like it was always in the cards, but I thought way later, right? Maybe when I've established myself, I'll come back. Um, but for me, it was kind of like returning home. Um, You know, I had just graduated from UTSA with um, my PhD, and I really wanted to stay in the area. And I I kind of just reached out um, to the chair, um, Dr. Maloney, by chance, and she's like, yeah, we have a, you know, a position for you. And so here I am, (laughs) six years later. Um, But it it really feels like, felt like coming home. Um, So I, I appreciated that. That's so great. I'm, I'm glad, we're glad you're here. I think that's very inspiring to a lot of current students that a lot of the professors have attended and been in their shoes as not just college students, but St. Mary's students. I agree. So dealing with the SMCs or continuing the heritage and all of the different mm-hmm. aspects of the school. Yes. Um, what was your co-curricular transcript like? Um, were you involved in organizations during sure. your time? Sure. Um, well, one of the things I did was um, study abroad, so I'm a huge advocate for that. Um, I don't know where we are on that with our, our you know, the current status, but I did um, a London study abroad program, I think, my junior year, and that was just awesome. In fact, I think the, like, the whole Rattler staff came with us that semester. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who was running it back here. We should get on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I highly recommend it. And then, of course, I was involved with the um, the English, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, the English Honors, um, what do you call it, uh, organization. Oh, the Sigma Tau Delta? Yes. Oh, Sorry. awesome. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. remember the name That's of it. Great. Yes, so I did that as well. And, oh, my gosh, I, I, I can't remember other things that I was involved with at the time. And then, of course, I, I did the, the dual um, bachelor's, master's program. And um, when I was a master's student, I was a, a graduate assistant here um, at St. Mary's. So I've kind of, kind of been in every role um, that you can. Wow. That's really, that's so cool to see just, like, the... The slow progression, Yeah, right? the slow yeah. progression of student yeah. to alumni to professor. Yeah, I, I appreciate that St. Mary's offers you those opportunities too, right, to really engage. I agree. It seems like accessible and that even graduates can still, you know, reach out to the Career Center or, you know, mm-hmm. use those resources, especially as an alumni. Definitely. Do you have a favorite memory on campus? 
Oh my goodness. Um, let me think. Um, right now, I mean, the only thing that stands out to me is, and it's going to seem silly, but I, I learned very, very quickly on, I think maybe the first week or second week of my undergrad, um, that you needed to kind of come prepared all of the time. So I, I realized I would need to have an umbrella because I don't know if anyone has realized or understood, but when you kind of walk on that grainy, um, rocky path um, mm -hmm. that goes under the bridge, right, between the library and UC, if yes. you're walking in the wrong shoes in the rain, it's super slippery, right? I know yeah. it's a weird memory, yeah. but that's the one that sticks out to me <laughs> for some weird reason. And I just remember being drenched, and that happened to me like two or three times that first week. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you attend um, other university-wide events, such as Burgers with the Brothers or CTH? Were those around oh during that time? I, I feel like they weren't around then, or they weren't... Um, like, we didn't have the social media stuff, and even, even the email, um, we didn't use it the way that we use it now. Really? Um, so, you know, those events might have been around, and I just don't remember, you know, being able to attend them or... or um, have access to them <laughs> so they I'm sure they probably were um, here but yeah I don't remember them um, but I think that's one of the good things right that you have the social media and yeah and technology has definitely changed a lot around campus and we can get yeah. like we can get flyers out on social media now so everyone knows that burgers with the brothers is happening and, yeah yeah even gateway um, yes, you know the banners mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and we didn't have that um, any of that so you had to kind of actually be you know looking out okay. for the flyers mm -hmm. did you ever attend oyster bake and um if so how was that i i did um so i've i've attended oyster bake and i've also attended baby bake multiple wow. years actually i like baby bake better me too, <laughs> me too. <laughs> i just like it because it's smaller and you get to you know interact with everyone um, the professors and, you know, the administration and, of course, your friends. And as an alum, we get to see people we haven't seen in a while. Um, but I've definitely been to Oyster Bake as well, and that's fun, and it has grown significantly um, since I was a student here. So it's, it's huge um, really? now. And I think back then it was fun, but now I feel like it's really, really intense. It's gotten really... Um, really big, very popular, but it's fun. Um, it's also, it's also fun. Wow, that's really cool because I know that's such an important event for St. Mary's. It is. In the yeah. city. Um, were you ever involved in campus productions or um, did you ever attend any music or drama? Oh, um, I think I just attended. I, I unfortunately do not have any creative abilities. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do remember attending, you know, productions as an audience member. And that was always super fun. And, and I remember the, um, the I, now you're, you're stirring my memories <laughs> with like art classes and, um, you know, photography classes um, and things like that. And they very much encouraged us to attend those events. And they were really great. It was really fun. Um, to not only get to see what other students were doing, but also, you know, get to go along with other other students who were in similar classes, things like that. So kind of that community there. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. And seeing it as um, theater and music are kind of another medium of, 
of performing arts, but seeing yes. how you can because of you know English writing and everything, yeah. seeing the script, seeing yes. how that's portrayed on a stage. Yes, so definitely that's a cool like perspective. Yeah, you can see. definitely. I'm a huge advocate of the arts, and I, I always encourage my students to um, to to see anything and, and be involved in anything like that. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite class or a favorite professor? <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Well, of course, I loved all of my literature courses, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was intrigued very much by history courses. And I, I, I was this close to almost being a double major with history. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can say one particular class or one particular professor, um, but, you know, some of my favorites, um, uh, Dr. Kathleen Maloney, who's, mm-hmm. who's our chair now, um, I remember she had a British hero, anti-hero course, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. It, it was interesting because we got to do some research about um, kind of kind of almost true crime type stuff, oh, wow. but, you know, wow. set in England. Um, and I just, I was, so a, cool. I was a huge British literature, you know, yes. buff at that time. So um, she's the one that stands out to me. And then uh, at the time, we also had Dr. Um, Cutting, um, and she taught American Lit and Dr. Um, Curie, and she taught Shakespeare, but she did it in such an accessible way, wow. um, which I really appreciated. So those are the ones that stand out to me right now. Very cool. Do you like Shakespeare? I do. Um, I have a different perspective on it nowadays, though, um, considering the type of research and specialization I have. Right, and especially the London Study Abroad. Were you able to go to the Globe Theater? I did. Wow, that's so cool. I saw a production of Much Ado About Nothing, and it was an all-female cast. So it was super cool, yes. It was was one of the awesomest experiences, yes. That's awesome. Um, What was your favorite class that you've taught so far? That I've taught so far? Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really, really enjoy um, teaching the SMC classes. And my, well, it, I mean, now it's, it's shifted, right, um, for us in the English department. I don't know if everyone's aware, but um, so one of the literature classes was kind of taken away, um, you know, from the core. Right. But when we had those SMC, it was more of like, like what I'm doing now with the multi-ethnic literature. And I really enjoy that class um, because um, the students that are in there are from a variety of disciplines, backgrounds, right? It's not mm-hmm. it's not English major students. Right. And they're coming from different classifications as well. So they might be, you know, some are freshmen, maybe some are juniors. Um, and it really is a, a joyful experience to see students kind of begin to relate or begin to say things like, wow, I've never, never heard of that before, or, you know, I've never known, you know, that information. And so they really kind of get interested um, in what we're talking about and get involved and, and hope to kind of do more research on their own. I see. And how, how do you feel about the new core? Are you, are you happy with it? Or do you think, do you miss the old core? Um, you know, there are some things that, that I think are, you know, fairly good, but 
as I said before, unfortunately, one of the literature classes was kind of right. um, taken off of that. And that it, uh, that was, you know, not so great for us in the English department. But on the other hand, it did allow us to kind of shake things up. So now we're offering all kinds of awesome new classes. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a period of adjustment. Definitely. And especially in our current climate and yeah. environment. Right. So I actually do have a little bit of a, a spicy question. I know oh um, all of us college students are kind of stuck in the, the online dating game or the virtual dating game. So yeah. um, what was your dating life like here at St. Mary's? <laughs> um, we, uh, we know that you met your husband here. So what was that like attending <laughs> university with him, if you don't mind me asking? Okay, so yeah, it is a spicy question for me because when I... When I was an undergraduate, I actually dated someone else for, it was like for four years. Yeah, somebody else. And then it wasn't until graduate school, but I was in that bachelor's MA program, right? Right. So I was a senior and my husband was in the master's program. My husband's a lot older than me. He's like, you know, 10 years older than me. So um, we met in Dr. Richard Pressman's class, A History of the American Novel. (laughs) Shout out to him. (laughs) Yes, yeah. He was invited to the wedding and attended and everything. That's precious. Um, Yeah, so I would say, I would say um, keep your options open, right? Because I thought I was going to marry the other guy and it didn't happen. (laughs) That's me, guys. No, I second that. (laughs) Definitely. That's really cool. So you have a, a pretty strong connection with St. Mary's, huh? Like your your family kind of began there. And I um, I know yeah. your brother your brother attended here, correct? Yeah. So it actually all started with an aunt, right? Oh. And she came here, and then I was like, okay, I'll you know I'll go um, I'll go to St. Mary's check it out, and I ended up here. And then my younger brother came here, and he actually met his wife here as an undergrad so yes we've got saint mary's people all over the place (laughs) in our family that's really cool Mm -hmm. so i guess was that a big influence on your decision to attend yeah i think so right um she was a favorite aunt and we were we were already kind of on campus you know because she was she was here and we'd hang out with her and we knew about oyster bake and volunteering and you know the dorms and stuff like that and so I think somehow somehow St. Mary's crept its way into my subconscious there. (laughs) That's really cool and I have uh, just one more question. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say your vision for St. Mary's is for the for the future of the university? Wow Um, I really hope that we keep going with this emphasis on diversity and civic engagement. I feel like um, Our world is in a place where we really need to um, understand the importance of those things and that we need to understand that community is important and that's going to help us to get through a lot of the difficulties that we're encountering today. So I really hope that we keep going with those things. I agree and I think the students have been very receptive to it and very um, definitely very encouraged and feeling inspired to create new events. I know the um, Latinx Film Festival, that was a that was a yeah. great event. I think that was um, very notable in this year. Yes. This year's student life and re- 
revitalizing just yeah. the university and community in general? Certainly, I'd love to see more students, right, leading these type of things. Um, I agree, and, I, and that was such a great um, observation of collaboration as well, because I know it was the Hispanic Student Union, the Mexican American mm -hmm. Studies, and the History Club. Right, so, right, yeah. That's just very inspiring. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for your time today, Dr. Cantu Sanchez. It was an honor to have you as our yeah. first guest. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, it was fun. Thank you, Rattlers, for joining us today on the set. Join us for more tea on the next episode. Keep, Keep on, on sipping! sipping.